Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the recordings of a fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm. NFL edition. On this Wednesday, the 12th of October, 2022. Hold on a second. I had, I had to take another sip of my coffee. It's, been, it's a late that I've had coffee and my headache is growing. Um, anyhow. <clears throat> so, a lot to get to today. A lot. Sorry about that. But my toaster conduction oven went off and I had to push the button. <laughs> it beeped. I'm having I'm having like steak fries and a chicken patty for breakfast. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my god. There's something in the, I'm not really in the mood for anything else. Like, do you ever find like sometimes when you're trying to find out what you want to eat, you're like, eh, nah, mm, eh. Like that's like that's me like the past couple of days. I'm like, eh, no. Boring. No. Had that the other day. No, not interested. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to go probably and find some new exciting things to eat now. Anyway, anywho. So we had a very exciting week five. And the only undefeated team still are the Eagles. Because the Cardinals could have, could have gotten at the, the field goal to bring them to overtime, but they did not. Um, let us look at, um, well, let's just look at um, the schedule from uh, week five. So let's just look up. All right, I have this week's games, but okay. So let us see. So Monday, the Chiefs etched out a win 30 to 29. Etched. I mean, literally by the skin of your teeth um, in Monday Night Football. Um, Derek Carr was 19 for 30, 241 with two, T, two, DD, two TDs. All right. Now, Dante Adams got those two touchdowns. Um, he also got in trouble at the end of the game, if we all can remember, by pushing down a cameraman. Um, so Max Crosby sacked Mahomes in the first, I mean, then you had, um, Carr get sacked. Then you had a 58 yard touchdown pass by Derek Carr to, you know who, Adams. Um which was amazing. Then you had Josh Jacobs get a t running touchdown. Um, it was 14 nothing. Then you had a 53-yard field goal, and they were up 17 nothing. Then Max Crosby gets another sack. But then you have a 30-yard spectacular rush by McKinnon. So now things are cooking here. Then you had the touchdown by Travis Kelsey. Then you had a 50-yard field goal now, again, by made by Carlson. 50 yards, okay, 27. 20 to 7. Now, they, now Matthew Wright made a 59-yard field goal. 59-yard field goal. All right, 
that brought him that brought him halfway. Now, you know, now Patrick Mahomes gets a touchdown. Then, you know, then things are starting to move. Now it's 2017. Um, then Josh Jacobs again has another uh, another 37 yard spectacular rush. Um, you know, Derek Carr gets sacked again. Now we're in the fourth quarter. 47, 47 this kicker on the Raiders made so many important kicks. All right. So now they're losing. Now Kansas City is up 30 to 23 at this point. Now you have a 48 yard touchdown to Adams. Okay. But that was with four minutes left. All right. Somehow the Chiefs pulled it off. Do I think the Chiefs should have won? No. I think I think the Raiders should have won that game, to be quite honest. I, I, that's just what I think. Um, the Cowboys beat the Rams. The Ravens out-edged the Bengals. The Cardinals on that game. That, that was another, like, big game on Sunday. Um, so, you know, Jalen Hurts gets a touchdown. Then you have Chauncey Gardner Johnson get an interception. Now we're into the, like the second quarter. Jalen Hurts gets another touchdown. Interception. He throws an interception here to um, Jalen Thomas gets the interception, which was a great interception. Um, then he gets sacked. Jalen Hurts. Now we have um, Marquise Brown get a 25-yard touchdown. Now we're into the third quarter. Cameron um, Dicker made a 42-yard field goal. Um, you know, then we have J.J. Watt get a sack. Um, it's seven. It's only 17-10 at this point, by the way. It's only 17-10. Now it's 17-17, all right, um, with one minute and 48 left, okay? Um, it was with one minute. It was 17 10, and you have 11-yard touchdown uh, run here to tie it with nine minutes left. So then you have Dicker make a 23-yard field goal with one minute and 48 left. All right? And then that was it. Uh, do I think the Eagles got away with one? Yes, I do. I think the Cardinals should have won that game. But they didn't. Um, the Panthers fire their coach after their embarrassing loss to the 49ers, 37-15. There's nothing else to say except this. You all kept yapping last year that, oh, Sam Darnold stinks. It's Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's this. No. I kept telling you it's not the coach. It's not the quarterback. It's the coach. The coaching staff. They fired him. They fired the defensive coordinator. Ben McAdoo stayed on as the offensive coordinator. You didn't have to sign Baker Mayfield. You need better coaching staff. And now you're paying Sam Darnold to stand there and do nothing. And you're paying Baker Mayfield to do the exact same thing that Sam Darnold could have done for you. The only difference between Sam Darnold, I told you, and Baker Mayfield is their personalities. That's basically it. I mean, they're basically the same, almost the same type quarterback. 
Um, and then, you know, we have the Saints outlast the Seahawks. You have the Vikings, who are in first place, by the way. Okay, beat the Bears. You had the Titans out, outlast the Commanders. And then you had the Bills totally freaking ass humiliate the Steelers. And Kev, Kenny Pickett's, um, you know, career beginning. <laughs> career beginnings. <laughs> I call it career beginnings. Um, and then you have now, then you have the Jets with 40 freaking points against the Dolphins. First time in such a long freaking time, I can't even think of the last time the Jets actually beat the Dolphins. Um, I believe also in the past maybe three seasons, this is their first win in their division. I think in three seasons. That's a lot. It's a lot of losses in their division. Um, here are some of the takes. Here are my takes from the Jets. Um... Because it's just, I, I, um, I, all right, where am I going to start with the Jets? Well, I mean, first off, first off, for all you people out there that claim that you guys would have been 5-0 if Zach started, no, I think you may have been, you know, 4-1 at best. Maybe, but no. Okay, so you have safety, Sauce Gardner. Get the safety and knock Bridgewater out of the game on the first play because of the new rule with concussions. He hit his head. He's out. Then you had a 40-yard, 41-yard kick return from Braxton, which is why you want Braxton on special teams because that's his talent is running. Look at how uh, he is so freaking fast. That's his talent. Then um, Zach gets sacked. The offensive line has to be a little bit better. We're still in the first quarter. Then you have Brees Hall, who that play, that that slant play, that's what um, I, that play, that Brees Hall made the 70 yard, 79 yard reception play on the sideline play. I have that actually written in my football, um, I don't want to say journal, but I have a football notebook where I devise plays up. That's one of my plays that I devised up in my, in my notebook. I'm going to have to publish it out. I'll put it, I'll put it out there on Twitter um, that Zach Wilson should do because those plays are easy enough for, not, for Zach and for the offense to do. Um, then of course we have the touchdown by Michael Carter. Then you have, now they get, now they get on the board, the, the dolphins with a touchdown. So now it's 12, seven. Then you have an interception now by sauce Gardner. Uh, that interception was great. That was his first career. INT. Then you have touchdown by Zach. So Zach runs it in. Gets a touchdown on third and goal. Um, great job by him. Now it's 19, I believe it's like 1914. Here at this point, because then they make a 46 yard field goal. 17, 
1917, which it should never have been that. It should have been a lot more. But Quentin Williams, sack. Then, then of course, the Dolphins sack. This is where I was like, why? What in God's green earth at that sack? What in God's green earth was Zach Wilson doing? First of all, okay, so I'm just trying to see where he is. He's at the 12, 10, 15, 20, like the 17 yard, the 17 yard line. Okay. Take the sack there. He lost so much more yardage because he kept running backwards, running away from him. Take the sack when you can take the sack without losing yards. All right. Michael Carter touchdown in the fourth quarter. So now we're getting here. A sack fumble by Carl Lawson. A touchdown now by Brees Hall, who is a fucking stud. 15-yard touchdown from uh, to Braxton Berrios. And the Jets win. I think um, also Zach threw two interceptions that he should never have thrown. But then again, he was getting the rest off, so I'll let, I'll let that slide. Because that was his first game back, you have to acknowledge the fact that he had to get the rest off. And he did. He looked good. Let's hope he looks good this week. Okay. Um, so now I will do um, what, this, what the games are this week. So this this week, tomorrow, for Thursday Night Football, if anybody cares to actually watch it on Prime, which I don't, um, Commanders versus Bears. I'll pick the Bears. Then Sunday, we have some great games. We have Vikings and Dolphins. I'm going with the Vikings. Bucks and Steelers, I'm going with the Bucks. Jets, Packers. Now, Packers came off eh, a very questionable loss against the Giants. For Packers, for the Packers, that was very questionable. But for the Giants, that just showed you that they have their head coach. They have coaching, they have talent, and their coaching staff is knowing what to do with their talent. You also have Daniel Jones, who's probably a little salty right now that he did not get his fifth-year fifth option. You got Barkley, who wants to prove to people that he belongs in this league, that he's back, that he was just his injury, blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you. It'll be interesting to see if they make any trades for wide receivers. Um, but I'm going to pick the Jets. I think the Jets are on a roll right now. I really think the Jets can beat the Packers. I don't the Packers look flat. Aaron Rodgers doesn't look flat. The rest of the team looks flat. Um, and some of the play calling is questionable. Like you're on, I believe it was third and two. Why the hell are you having Rodgers throw it when he could have just ran it for two yards for the first down? And then you could have gotten the touchdown there. That was like in the fourth quarter. I'm like, what were they doing? I, 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 I question that. Ravens versus Giants. I think the Giants are on a roll. Like they're going to win. 49ers, Falcons, I think the 49ers are going to win. Um, Panthers, Rams, I'm going to go with the Rams. Although, I actually think, no, I think the Panthers can beat the Rams. The Rams are not as good anymore, as you can see. They're, miss they're missing key pieces to their puzzle. They're not that good. Um, 
Vikings, Dolphins, I pick the Vikings. Cardinals, Seahawks, I pick the Seahawks. Bills, Chiefs, I pick the Bills by a slight margin. Cowboys, Eagles. I think the Cowboys are going to beat the Eagles. I think there's so much motivation for the Cowboys and for Cooper Rush to continue to win because that puts the Cowboys in a very tough position. You're going to have Dak Prescott be coming back soon. What the hell are you going to do? you got Cooper Rush literally in the fucking zone. Okay. You're going to then sit your quarterback who has gotten you this far for a guy coming off the injured reserve, the injured list. Uh, I don't know. Broncos Chargers is Monday night game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Broncos. Okay. So now let's talk about power rankings, right? So each week everything changes, right? Um, right now, obviously, the Buffalo Bills are ranked number one. They were previously number two. I'll just do the top ten. Eagles are second. They were previously ranked number one. Kansas City is three. They were three. They, they are three. The 49ers are now ranked fourth. Previous was five. Baltimore is five. They were previously ranked seven. Tampa Bay was is six. They were ranked eighth. Minnesota was is now seventh. They were down by nine. So they grew up. They went up two spots. Green Bay's eight. They went down four spots. Cincinnati's nine. They were previously ranked six. Now they're going. They're going in the wrong direction. Dallas Cowboys up three. They were thirteen. They're now ten. So let us see where everybody else is. The Giants are 13th. They were previously ranked number 19. They have come up six spots. Let's see where the Jets are. I have to just find my list. Hold on. We're getting there. Um, I would think they're coming up soon. My list here, but look. I have to scroll. Sorry. The, okay. This is interesting to see where the Jets are. I think I must have skipped them. Well, I can tell you who's last. Carolina. They're one and four. Carolina. Um, I think they need to they need they need to trade trades, make trades. So you have a better picks because you gave all your picks away for people. Um, New England used to be, it was 25, another 21, by the way, which is very interesting to me because the Miami Dolphins were previously ranked 10th, now they're, they're, they're 18th. Okay, ready? The New York Jets, previously ranked 26 are now number 17. They're up nine spots. So the Jets and Giants moved up in power rankings. Okay. Um, so each week I like to tell you like a, like a play that I think um, quarterbacks should do, right? One of them, we did, we did a couple other ones, but this one I'm going to talk about is the wheel route. The wheel route. Oh, my God, say that five times fast. The wheel route. Um, it can be run by a receiver or a running back, okay? So it doesn't matter who can run it. It, it. It's either or. 
If a receiver runs it though, they will immediately run a quick out pattern, then proceed to turn upfield in a curved pattern. This typically is run by an inside receiver with the number one receiver heading inside to exploit coverage in the defense. When the run from the running back position, the player will run towards the sidelines while looking back at the quarterback as if to receive a pass on a flare route. The running back will then turn upfield at the sidelines and run straight down the field. Does this all sound familiar to you? Because this is something that Zach Wilson did with Bryce Hall. Down the sidelines. This route is useful when running from a wide receiver position because the defensive back will expect the ball to be thrown as the receiver makes his first turn and will bite, you know, go for the fake, underneath the receiver, run between the quarterback and the receiver to try to prevent, block, or intercept the pass, and to defend the pass and be unable to recover as the receiver turns upfield. In this respected respect, the route is very similar to an out and up or chair route which I'll talk about next time, um, but without the vertical release that the out and up utilizes. The route is useful when running from a running back position because the defender will assume the ball is going to be thrown to the running back behind the line of scrimmage. The quarterback can use pump fake to further sell this and will bite underneath the running back only to have the running back turn upfield. Literally, that's why like learning all different types of routes from the slant route. So the slant, like I posted it on my Twitter account. I posted the slant route tree. And how many different plays come out of just the slant? It's important for quarterbacks to utilize all these plays, especially if their offensive line is garbage. Because if you don't have an an efficient, oh my God, I can't talk, an efficient and effective offensive line, you're dead. Um, you're dead. You need to have that offensive line work. And the Jets right now have all these issues with their offensive line because they have players that are out and, and, and you know, injured. Um, but I will tell you, Zach Wilson did a great job on Sunday after he got the rust off a little bit. Um, Bryce Hall is a fucking stud. Sauce Gardner looks really, really promising. Like I said, um, Garrett Wilson to me is a number one re- um, wide receiver. They look good. So far, I think they're coming together. I think it took a couple weeks for them to mesh because team chemistry is the most important thing. If you don't have team chemistry, it doesn't matter what talent you have on any team. You need to have chemistry. Um, And I think they have that. Things are looking good. We'll see. Same for the Giants. Team chemistry is important. But I will tell you this. They have their coach. They not only have their coach, but what do they have? Belief in each other, belief in the system, belief in their quarterback, Daniel Jones, who I am supporting next week. So he will be the quarterback that I will support. I will support him again this week. I supported him at the first week of the season. I'm going back to Daniel Jones this week. Um, I think all you naysayers out there on Daniel Jones, um, prove how how stupid and uneducated you are in football i think the giants are going to re-sign him not only for the fifth year option but give him an extension so he'll do the fifth year option and then he'll get two years or three years more of extension 
because they don't need to look for a quarterback in the draft, people. You have your quarterback. What do you what do you need missing pieces right now? Wide receivers. Wide receivers, offensive line. Defense. You need some guys on your defense too. That's what you go for in the draft, not a quarterback. You have the quarterback in Daniel Jones. You have also the coach responsible for helping Josh Allen become how great he has become. Yeah, how great he how great he's become and sh- and showcase his talent. See, that's what that's what great coaching staffs do. Remember that great coaching staffs highlight and showcase their quarterback and their team's strengths. They don't highlight their weaknesses. That's why the Panthers are all the way on the bottom now because that's all the coaching staff was doing, highlighting all the weaknesses on the team instead of pumping them up and using their strengths more and and working on the weaknesses. I mean, you have to work on the weaknesses to make your team better, yes, but you don't want to highlight them every single week in football. No way. Um, so maybe I should do what a flare route is. Uh, a flare route. Okay. Let me see if I can do this. All right. A flare route. A route is a pattern or a path. Should I tell them that? I don't know. Oh, I have. All right. So I put this on. When did I put this on? Last week, I think. You'll see my um, you'll see my route, my route tree, where it goes: seven corner, eight post, five out, six drag, three comeback, four curl, one flat, two slant. Maybe you can all just go there and look at it if you have no idea what I'm talking about. And now I will tell you. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> the chair route or up and out was pioneered by Don Hudson. Many people don't know that. It is an out route followed by a fly route like a wheel route with a quicker vertical release or a stop and go with an out rather than a curl. Yeah, go ahead when you're watching football on Sunday and throw these terms out. I guarantee most people have no idea what they are, but yet they sit there on their couch and they criticize the players. Um, and they have no idea how, how routes are created or anything like that. Um, anywho, anywho, so we'll see what happens. We shall see what happens this week with football. Nothing else really exciting happening, which is, I guess, good. People still talking about Tom Brady and Giselle and blah, blah, blah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Um, I've already stated my, my piece on what do I feel about that situation. Um, and then Dante Adams. I, I, why are you pushing a photographer? Why? You're frustrated you lost the game. Punch the wall. Hit the wall. That padded wall when you walked by, punch the wall. Curse your head off. You should not be putting your hands on somebody else. But the matter of fact that that photographer filed a police report is laughable. He got hurt from falling down from that. Now, I'm not there to see how strong the push was. 
but to me, it just looked like he shoved him, and then he fell backwards. A, he wasn't expecting it. I will say that. No one's expecting being pushed. And then I read on the other previous game where we had that, that stupid jerk that ran onto the field, was suing um, one of the Rams players, I think Wagner, for tackling him to the ground. Um, hello, you're not supposed to be running on the field. <laughs> and people need to learn the difference between these two words, rule and law. Rule and law are two separate things. Just because it's a rule does not mean it's a law. Okie dokie. Well, in that case, we'll see what happens again with week six. I'm can I want this is what I want. I want the Giants and the Eagles to be tied for first place by December eleventh because that's when they first play, which is kind of late if you think about it because they're in their same division. Um, December eleventh, playing for first place. That's what I want. Um. The Jets don't really have that type of option ahead because there's no way that they're going to be tied with the Bills for first place um, ever. Like, they're not going to be tied. They can. I think they need to focus on... Um, I think they need to focus on just getting into the playoffs. The Bills are four and one. The Jets are second place, three and two. Dolphins three and two. Patriots three, two and three. Um, I think. Well, let us see. Uh, when do we play them? This is like my life here. Hold on a minute. I have the schedule up, and then I don't have it. Let me just see the Jets. Okay, let's look and see. So. Okay. They play the Packers and the Broncos, then the Patriots, then the Bills. So November 6th. So that's three more games. One, two, three. If the Jets can win three. All right. So the Jets win three more games. They're six and two. It's not an impossibility if you think about it. Okay, so they are six and two. You know, I mean, the Bills, I mean, they could lose another game and then win two more and be tied with them. Six and two. Let's see the Bills. Bills play the Chiefs, the Packers, and then the and then the Jets. Oh, that then they're off. They have a bye. Never mind. So. Let's say they beat the Chiefs, which I think that then that, that will make them five and one. Am I correct on that? Yes, five and one. And then the next game, let's just say the Packers beat them, they'll be five and two. The Jets have a chance to be five and two as well. And I know five and three. Five and three, because they're not—they don't have their bye yet. I mean, it's still a possibility to play for first against the Bills. I think that's what they should aim for. They can still—it can still happen. 
But right now, I personally wouldn't be focusing on first. I would just be focusing on continuing playing winning football, playing smart, hard football to make the playoffs. That's it. That's all you got to focus on. If you get first place, you get first place. If not, you don't. But the Jets have a good chance. We'll see what happens. We shall see what happens. Have a great, 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 great rest of the week. I will see you Friday for our hockey edition on Friday. I can finally give you my predictions on Friday. And I will talk about um, Hockey Canada as well and the downfall about Hockey Canada and then the the anonymous Twitter account that popped up um, talking about Ian Cole of the Tampa Bay Lightning and the charges that are being, uh, not charges, but the, um, I can't even think. Well, I'd say the charges being brought against him. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Rangers, obviously. They had their home opener last night. Um, a couple things like news and notes to talk about. And I will have a rant on Friday, and it will be a good one. I promise you that. See you then.